All right, rockers and metalheads, this is DJ Rem. You're tuned in to Quoth the Raven, and I have Susan Aquila on the line tonight. How are you doing tonight, Susan? I'm good. How are you doing? You know what? I, I, I'm doing great. Uh, once again, want to just give you a big shout-out, big thank you for taking the time to talk, to talk to me tonight and talk about what's going on with you. And I would be remiss if I didn't give a shout-out to my brother Carl for... Uh, uh, helping set this up and, and and make this happen for us. So big big props to my brother. Yes, Carl, what a badass. He's the best. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, he's super cool. I didn't realize you guys were brothers. No, 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 not real brothers, but brothers oh, brothers in brothers. metal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I am going to, he lives way up in the North Atlantic and, uh, uh, in Newfoundland, and one of these days, one of these summers, I am going to go visit him. I, I've I've committed to him that I'm going to come visit and party with him. So we're going to make that happen. Wow. So let's talk about you. So I guess why don't you just start kind of introduce yourself, uh, and uh, you know, talk kind of introduce your this badass electric violin music that you play, and uh, just what's going on. Um. Yes. Well. As I play electric violin. I play a six-string fretted uh, electric violin in the shape of a Gibson Flying V. And I use all the pedals that a guitarist would use to um, get all the best sounds and get all the raw sounds out of the instrument. And I play a lot of rock and um, uh, combine the electric violin with heavy rock. And also I've been singing as well, so I'm fronting the band as well as a vocalist. Oh, that's very cool. I can't wait to hear your vocals. Is Do you have anything out there right now with vocals recorded anywhere? Um, well, I'm, you've got me in this uh, new transition period, so I am um, will have some stuff soon. Um, of course, I have other albums on out, um, but I'm sort of steering towards a new, uh, a new sound and a new style. So, okay. Um, but you can look anything up uh the song nowhere is kind of a classic so uh feel free to look that one up all right is that on is that on youtube yes yep oh okay excellent excellent so how are you surviving uh the lockdown and because you're in new york right so are you guys just starting to come out of the lockdown a little bit um i hear they're not going to be for new york city uh they are not going to be letting us out anytime soon um gotcha because it's such a hot spot but um you know i'm i'm safe i'm healthy i'm at home it's you know it's a drag and i really feel for um the people who are have caught it and are dealing with it it, it is very sad um absolutely I cannot wait i know i you know have to acknowledge that um before we go any further it's just um kind of a nightmare but we're all um, hanging in there, and I hope it passes sooner than they say. Um, but definitely hanging in, um, making, trying to make good use of the time. I'm practicing my instruments all day long and getting new music ready uh, because I'm hitting the studio as soon as we're allowed to. Excellent, excellent. So are you using this time to, to write new write new material as well? Yes. 
get anxious to announce this, but I had just signed a record deal with 26 Records, which is a Sony label, and I am... I just signed it on. The ink wasn't even dry in March, and then COVID hit the hit the fan, and um, I've been in this holding pattern because I just want to deliver an album. Right. But I've been been writing. I have a collaborator, a wonderful guitarist um, from Road Crew. His name is Joey Jem, and you know we've been doing the FaceTime thing and writing songs together. So I'm. Um, as soon as we are allowed to hit a studio, I'm going to be in there getting this album recorded. Excellent. So are you going to do, is this album that you're going to record, is is this, are you going to be doing, doing vocals on this album as well? Yes. Okay. Yes, I will be. Okay. Excellent. So vocals and, so what other, what other instruments do you play besides violin then? Uh, piano and viola. And now I've been um, studying guitar, so I'm anxious to get that into one of my shows and see how that goes. Yeah, that's so cool. And I was I was reading on, uh, like I was mentioning, I was on your YouTube channel, and I was uh, listening to Flight of the Wounded Bumblebee, and I was just I was looking at some of the cool places you've played. I mean, Madison Square Garden, Radio City Music Hall. I mean, that's so cool. How uh, you know what? What was that like to be able to do, to get to do that? Uh, it is intense and quite the high to play for thousands and thousands of people. Is I can't even. I, there are just no words. It is just a high, and it's not like classical music when everyone's really quiet. They're actually cheering for you, right? So, you know, um, you can really feel contact with an audience and. Um, uh, one time I played uh, the last play at Shea with Billy Joel, and then after we played, it was 55,000 people, after we played, I took the subway home and got to ride home with the crowd, and it was just, they were so happy, and we were all just partying in the car going home, and just, um, it was just a wonderful, loving feeling to, to get to play for so many people like that. Yeah, I'll, absolutely. That's amazing. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, congratulations on the record deal, by the way. That's super oh, thank cool. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm, uh, like I said, I'm really excited and I'm excited to make new music. So yeah. Ready. And after listening to what I've been able to hear, I know me personally, just being a, a fan of music, and even though my radio show is mainly heavy metal and a little bit of rock mixed in, I do listen to all types of music, and uh, I I really can't wait to to hear this new album and, and see uh, you know what you're going to bring us. I think it's going to be pretty awesome, as my guess. Thank you. I hope. Well, I hope so. Um, this this is a little different for me because before I had writers writing stuff for me, but I'm actually in the writing process and a collaboration. Um, so I feel like the music is much more fitting for me so I'm, I'm very excited to make my own statement yeah I bet I bet so so let's kind of go back to the beginning what what got you into music what kind of took you down this path uh, what kind of influences did you have in your life that kind of helped lead you in this direction uh, well actually I started out being classically trained um, and I ended up going to Juilliard and 
the whole classical route and had a whole classical career, and I still do. About half my career is classical and half is rock. Uh, you can believe that it's very schizophrenic-like. <laughs> and um, uh, But I got to play, one of the first things I got to do was I played with the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh, wow. That's that amazing. My first taste of what it's like to play a string instrument in rock and roll. I mean, I always listened. I was raised on Long Island. We were, we were metalheads my whole childhood, but I never got to play it, and I didn't think I could. I just didn't know that possibility existed for a violinist. Um, but when I did my first shows with the Trans-Siberian Orchestra and Mark Wood, um, I got a the whole taste of how it's possible it's only possible but you can play for thousands of people and really make a difference make people happy and feel good and um and bond with your audience which is just spectacular so that was my first taste and then after that i got a little more um known for being able to uh play rock and i studied how to improvise and figured my way around the pedal board and seeing what was possible. And then I got picked up by celebrities. Like I got to play for Billy Joel and Elton John, um, Josh Groban and um, Steven Tyler. And then it just sort of blossomed from there. And it's been just an incredible ride since then. That's so. That's awesome. I I just I love how this whole story is kind of played out for you. It's kind of like a musician's dream in a way. It sounds like you know. Yeah, when I started, I didn't know this is what I wanted to be doing. It right. It's like the dream I didn't know I wanted, and now I am you know breaking out on my own and creating it for myself, and instead of being a sideman, and that's even more exciting. So I'm. Yeah. It. My my son plays trumpet and he play and he's going to going to college um, as a a music education major and probably will be a performance major as well, and you know I keep teasing him. I'm like someday you could be playing at some big, you know, with some big orchestra or symphony or something. He just laughs at me, of course, but I mean this just shows you know it's definitely uh, something that can happen. Definitely. I'm glad to hear he's double majoring in, in the education and performance. It's smart. Yeah, he's, he smart. always tells me he doesn't want to be a starving artist. So <laughs> That is, he's got it. That would be my number one piece of advice for any young musician is it's very easy to starve. So it's nice to have that education behind you. Right. So you can yeah. Work. Not to be like an old fuddy-duddy, but... Um, I've lived it, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, so I'm curious. What do uh, what do your fellow musicians on the classical side think when you talk about you know the rock side you do as well? Kind of w- what is their uh, take on that? It's so funny. When I first started out, I was kind of uh, they thought I was crazy, um, but now everybody is sort of doing it because. Um, classical jobs are actually quite limited and there's no room so unless you open up what your abilities are you probably won't work so a lot of my colleagues um, play rock and have bands and do all sorts of neat things so um, 
it's it's getting to be quite common. Ah, well, that's that's that. yeah, that's good. I mean, it's it's sad that there isn't the, the work for, for on the classical side, but it's good to hear that people are willing to branch out and kind of. I hate this phrase, but kind of work outside the box, you know. Yes, yes, you have to move outside the box, or you you won't work. Uh, but I think it's great. I I found the um, just the classical education very limiting. Actually, when I graduated, um, you know, I could play a lot of things, but I had no theory. I couldn't improvise. I there's a lot of things I couldn't do, and I thought, wow, these guitarists who learn by ear are actually better musicians than I am. And that was quite a realization. And then um, I was like, wow, I really have a lot to learn. And I did study with a few guitarists and uh, had to go backwards. It's like, wow, I could read music and do all this, but you know, I couldn't spell a chord. And how ridiculous is that? So it, it, it's very interesting how people come at music in these different ways of people who are self-taught are actually can be better musicians yeah i have utmost respect for all levels of it because i mean just reading music itself is like a whole nother language and you know i it i it's it's way beyond me so but uh when i see my son doing it and and him talking me through it i'm just like i have no idea what he's talking about but it sounds cool you know <laughs> well it is a language you you nailed it it is a just a language that you have to learn like anything else so um yeah yeah, it's a good way to phrase it. So how was it transitioning from classical regular violin to electric violin? How, how was that transition? And I guess kind of what drove you to make that transition? Uh, you know what? The actual, it was a difficult transition for me. Um, and I cried a lot at the beginning uh, because it wasn't just playing the violin. I went from a four string to a six string Um that actually wasn't even the hardest part. It was learning the theory and learning how to improvise and not have notes on a page. And and even when I was getting it, uh, getting to where I could shred took even longer. And um, that was the part that I found the most frustrating. Um, what drove me to do it is, I'll tell you, guitarists, when they're just wailing uh -huh. and shredding, it is just incredible and I just really wanted to know what that felt like and it took me a really long time to get there but it's amazing it's as amazing as you think it would be oh well that's cool that you had the passion to in the drive to to see it through so that's awesome and then yeah. and I also noticed you have the pedals going too so then you had to throw that in there yes and figuring that out although that was a little more fun because you can you get a lot of feedback right away with the different sounds and right. it's very cool a lot of I think the only trouble I had was with the wah pedal <laughs> like timing the wah pedal sometimes so this is a good point for you to do for a great shameless plug so where is a good place for people to go to find out more about you and your music what social networking what websites you know where can they go uh, www.316guitars slash Susan Aquila uh, will have my most updated stuff. Um, so that's 316guitars slash Susan Aquila. 
I also have a website, Susan Aquila Rocks, and you can find me, Susan Aquila Music, on Instagram, and you can find me on Facebook. Okay, very good, very good. So, one of the other things that I always like to ask artists when I speak to them, because I'm always curious, being a music lover, lover um, I'm always curious what kind of music they listen to, so... What, you know, if I was to look at the playlist you're using, you're listening to right now, what's the, you know, what are like a top, top, a top couple bands I would find you listening to? Oh, good question. Um, Led Zeppelin, I like a lot of the old school classic, well, I hate to call them old school, because there's uh, Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, um, The Who, and then you'll probably, then I'll, I also like a lot of um, Slayer. And, Good choice. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then you'll also find, you know, on my playlist, you'll find um, some classical. Like I like Vivaldi because that's like the heavy metal of classical music. So then you'll see some Vivaldi on my playlist. All right, very cool. Well, like all those bands, I actually was jamming to Led Zeppelin uh, today while I was working. So. Uh, def, definitely nice. definitely get that one too and you know i i do that too about the you know classic or old school and i then i think you know in the 70s because i was born in 73 so i'm like oh i was only in the 70s and then i think about it, i'm like god that was like 40 plus years ago this this is i'm like you know as, as you grow older in age you don't necessarily feel that um until you actually like look at the years and you're like oh man how'd this happen well, it's that, and then I was listening to uh, Stairway to Heaven was like easy listening at, at like a department store once, and I was like, "This can't be!" Like it was like groundbreaking at its time, and <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like it's easy listening. <laughs> How'd that happen? And when did that happen? Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> but but on the flip side, it's good that uh, you know the younger generation is getting uh, exposure to the what I would say the classics, so. Right. Uh, that's okay. True. Okay, so. everything anyway. Yeah, so you have this new album that you're working on. Um, obviously, uh, I'm guessing, you know, the COVID needs to kind of go away and things need to open up before you can get to the studio. Uh, but, you know, so once, once life kind of goes back to normal, whatever that's going to be for us in the future, Kind of, what are your plans? Kind of, what are you hoping? You know, do you have any? Do you have any live shows already scheduled for later in the year? Kind of, what's the what's the future look like? Um, I don't have any shows scheduled at the moment, but my future. My first thing is to get this new album done, and then I definitely we were discussing uh, touring and maybe some overseas touring, but I think we, nobody's scheduling anything, so we right. sort of have to just wait and see, and uh, the music industry is going to change drastically, I have a feeling, so there might be things like virtual tours and stuff like that where you're giving a concert in a studio and then sending it out to the world, so we have to see how the landscape is going to change, but definitely... Um, live shows getting the new getting the new album out and um 
I'm a performer. I mean, I like performing best most of all, so it has to happen. I have to make it happen right. somehow. So we'll, we'll see how that's going to look. Um, but the music, everyone's reeling. Nobody knows what to do yet. Um, um, I do, believe it or not, I do have some concerts scheduled in October that got postponed from July, but they're uh, not my own stuff. It's for, I believe, Josh Groban and Michael Buble. Um, but we'll see if those happen. Those are the only things I have in my book right now. Well, best of luck. I, I hope that those shows happen so you can do it. You know, I just was sitting here thinking when you were, when you were talking about kind of how things are going to change, obviously. And, um, you know, I wonder if artists could almost do like some type of, obviously from the studio, but some type of almost like a pay-per-view kind of thing, you know? I mean, come on. If people will pay $80 to watch 20 seconds of boxing, I would think that they would pay... A, that kind of money to watch a full music set, you know, you would hope. Right. Well, even if it's a downloading thing and they only pay $2 or right. $5 or $10, you know, it's um, it's still a possibility. So I, I think it's definitely being discussed. It's not the first time uh, I've heard it just among my team and in, in the business, music business industry that people are trying to find other ways because it's not going to go back the way it was anytime soon. Right. And obviously you need to be able to generate some income to, to, to keep it going. So, um, that is you true. know, <laughs> wish you the best of luck with that as well. So thank you. <laughs> absolutely. So uh, speaking of, um, and you may have mentioned this, and I may have missed it, so I'll ask again. You know, you, you mentioned going to the recording studio. What uh, what studio are you going to use, or are you using? Uh, several. Um, uh, D-City Studios, which is in Huntington, Long Island, and also Blockhead Studios, which I believe is in Bethpage, Long Island. Um, those two studios I like a lot, so um, I'm hoping to get in there as soon as they're ready to. Okay, so, so so these are studios you've used in the past, then. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to studios where I'm comfortable, and yeah, those are both excellent studios. Um, definitely, we'll go there. Okay, and do you have? And when 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 you did your shameless plug, I forgot to ask: Do you have like any merch or anything for sale? Any any music for sale? Anything like that out there that people can actually buy now? Uh, okay. I've been using this time to um, get everything ready, but um, if everyone will just check in, you know, in a couple of weeks, there will be things ready to go. Okay, awesome. Well, I know I'll be following, and uh, we'll be keeping an eye. And feel free, you know, when you know when the album comes out and when all that happens, you know, if you want to do another interview, would love to do that to help promote that, and um, you oh, know. That's any any links you want to drop me, you know, to just to help promote stuff, uh, happy to throw that, uh, share that out to all the networks. And I'm sure if you hit up Carl, he'll he'd be happy to share stuff too. So uh, we we'll we'll do our part to kind of help uh, spread the word for you as well, because um, that's you know that's what we do as music lovers. We when we uh, when we find the music we love, the, we want to support the band, the artist. So wow, that means so much to me. Thank you. I'm going to take you up on that. 
Yeah, no, please do. Please do. I, that's that's why I do this. The, the, I only do this for one reason. It's for the love of music and to try to help uh, bands. So that's uh, yeah. that's what it's all about. And just so you know, not, not that it probably matters, but uh, we don't get paid any money to do this. This is all something that we do on our own. Again, like I said, for the love of the music. So, um, and so and you know... Thank you for that. Yeah, no. Most welcome. And so you know, I have up, when we get off the interview here, I have your Van Halen's Eruption cover, which is amazing and badass, by the way. Um, And then I have um, Van Halen's Cathedral, and then I also have the... uh, Oh, the Flight of the Wounded Bumblebee as well. So I'm going to play those three... uh, tracks that you that are out there so the world can get a piece uh, a sense of uh your style and your music musicianship sorry that was almost a tough word to say um so yeah so thank you is there anything is there anything we have not talked about that you want to make sure the listeners either the those that are tuned in now those that will hear this on the podcast uh, anything we haven't talked about you want to make sure people know about? Um, I think we have touched on everything at the moment. You know, things are, because of COVID, things are uh, a little slow. But, um, you know, it's just that I'm excited about this record deal. I'm working on new music. And um, everyone keep keep checking out Susan Aquila Project because I'm, I'm going to come out roaring when this thing is done. Awesome. That's what we hope. <laughs> so, good deal. Good deal. So, yeah, and just so you know, I will, um, when this is, when I put this into the podcast, I will put links, all those links you mentioned in there as well, so people have uh, quick links um, to check yourself out on top of that. So, th- that'll that'll be there also. And I'll share that with you once it's uploaded. Oh, my gosh, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Yep, you're welcome. So, Okay, well, thank you so much for taking time to talk tonight. Uh, it's it's been my pleasure to get to talk to you. I appreciate it, and uh, I look forward. Thank for- you. Rock on. Heck yeah, we we look forward to your your full album that comes out, and uh, when it does, we will be playing it here at Rock Attic Radio. Okay. All right. Thank you. Have a great night. Yeah. You too, Susan. Take care. Bye. Right, bye.